0: Well, this is Betting Weekly Extra Time Serie A edition. You're with Dan Roebuck and freelance Italian football journalist Daniele Fisichella. Daniele wins for the top two last week. Roma and Juventus also back to form Napoli. Obviously clear at the top, but the race for the Champions League spots is becoming tighter. Just two points between third and sixth at the moment. I think we can maybe presume Inter are going to get there in second, but below that, it's a real
1: scramble, isn't it, at the minute? Because the Juventus have beam- deducted 15 points, has changed the complexity of Serie A, and that changed the mindset, I think, of some teams, teams like the Roman sides or Atalanta, that out of a sudden are in with a chance, but two out of these three teams, Roman and Lazio, of course, are also playing in Europe, and at the beginning of the season, their objective wasn't to go in Europe obviously in the Champions League. Same for Atalanta. So it's will be really interesting to see how they readjust. For example, we saw Atalanta kind of throwing away a little bit the Coppa Italia midweek. I think uh, they might live to regret that in the end. Gonna be interesting.
0: Uh we've got four picks and a parlay to discuss. Every single game is streamed live on the Bet Rivers app. So hopefully you can make it pay over the course of this match day. Uh bye. Uh, taking advantage of Daniele's tips because it was another profitable week last weekend. And we are top of the table, incidentally, when it comes to the handicappers. So kudos to uh, Daniele for that. We're going to start, Daniele, with Lecce against Roma. Uh, Lecce plus 3.35, Roma 107, minus money, uh, the capital club. The draw up plus 2.45. This is a 6pm local time on Saturday. It's 12pm East uh, for US uh, betters here. Um, big win, uh, I felt, for Roma last time out against Napoli because I think they needed that, didn't they, Daniele, after the Coppa lost to Cremonese?
1: Absolutely. And under the current circumstances with the exit of Zaniolo and a little bit of turmoil uh, within the camp, normal order restored. Two goals in the first six minutes, of course, from set-pieces. Roma are the teams that score more set-pieces uh, in uh, this season. to assists from Dybala, even if it were from the, uh, from the corner. And they are third, Uh, Now Roma, I think, uh, perhaps punching above the weight a little bit. Surely, by the way they are playing, they've been playing, they are not been great, but they have been effective. Uh, They are also third in uh, the away table. They only lost two away games. The last defeat at Napoli was not deserved, so they went toe-to-toe with the leaders. Things are looking up for sure for Roma. Of course, now there is the Europa League again. They play Salzburg on Thursday. I think these things are going to change the complexity for a team that at the moment, with the injuries and with the doubts to players, they still look a little bit short. I mean, obviously, they're without Zaniolo, they're without Spinazzola. Dybala, by the way, is a doubt for this uh, trip to Salento. Check the lineups. We know that Roma with Dybala and without Dybala are two complete uh, different teams. And obviously, playing two competitions, it might impact them. But surely, a very Good return for Mourinho's side after uh, the break.
0: Lecce, nine points clear of the relegation zone. Don't think they're going to get drawn into a battle to stay in Serie A. They are scoring goals recently as well, haven't they? They picked up in terms of netting over the course of the last month or so, Daniele.
1: Yeah, they are. And the goals come from all departments. Another goal from the Baschirotto is becoming a little bit of a cult hero. This player they used to play in the Serie C, the third division, until a few years ago, and now is the leader of the defence. Very strong. He's got the physique of a wrestler. Almost another goal for him. A Cremona goal from Strefezza, been probably the best player uh, for them. They are solid. They are compact. Uh, they do create chances. Uh, they are very good on the counter. It is it, it, it is a very well-trained team, we must say, Lecce. And they are not shy when it comes to play the top teams. They have scored at home against top teams all season long. They won against Lazio 2-1, won against Atalanta 2-1. They lost to Inter in the last minute in the first game of the season, but scored 2-2 with Milan and they were 2-0 up. So the chances for them to Stick a goal in Rui Patricio's net. I think they are uh, quite high. That's why my pick here is both to score plus money plus 114. Also because 17 out of Lecce home games in Serie A have been both to score. All last four Lecce home matches have been over 2.5 goals. Can you trust them to keep a clean sheet against Roma? I don't think so. But I think you can trust them to do score a goal. As I said, check the lineup. See if Paulo Dybala is playing anyway.
0: I think this is a better the weekend for me. Both teams to score, yes. Plus one one four. Lecce against uh, Roma. A lot of the metrics suggesting uh, that Lecce will score against Roma. Roma have scored in the last ten. Dybala is going to be key, as Danielli points out. Let's move on to Juventus against Fiorentina. Juve minus one hundred nine here. Fiorentina plus three twenty. Draw plus two sixty. Over and under mark two and a half goals. Plus one hundred two. Over minus one thirty nine. Under. This is Sunday six p.m. local. Twelve p.m. East in the United States. Just tell us the latest with Juventus and their points deduction because we're still not sure, I presume, if there's going to be any more points deduction or whether it's going to be upheld, whether they're going to try and get those points back. What's the latest, Daniele?
1: The latest is that we read the motivations of the decision on the 15 points deduction based on the artificial gains, the so-called Plus Valencia. Uh, The motivation shed a light on some aspect, but also perhaps... uh, made us understand how difficult this case it is. Juventus basically have been punished for breaching the Article 4 of the federal FA uh, rules, which is the loyalty towards the game, the sportsmanship towards the other uh, teams, but when it comes to the uh, question of the individual artificial gains, those are very difficult to establish and they are very difficult to determine. So uh, Juventus obviously are appealing, are presenting an appeal, but it looks like uh, the 15 points deduction might be disproportionate for what the a crime has been, and also because there is no jurisdiction to, uh, or there was no jurisdiction on these artificial gains. It is complicated, but there is obviously another inquiry on the uh, mismanagement, the mispayment of wages that could also infer more punishment to uh, Juventus. So this is where we are and the news of the week was that the criminal prosecutor that opened the criminal prosecution in Italy, which is uh, going alongside, uh, is a Napoli supporter and he declared publicly <laughs> a few weeks, a few months ago on a public meeting I said, I support Napoli, I hate Juventus. It was all of a joke, He is a Napoli fan. So that's been all over the
0: <laughs> Unbelievable. Um, I'm sure there's going to be more twists and turns yeah, to come can... <laughs> when it comes to that story. As regards uh, the selection here in the pick we've got, um, look, they scored three away at Stanley Tana. First time that they scored more than one away from home in the league uh, this season. And, and you talked about it previously, that there is a sense maybe that the handbrake's going to come off Juventus now because of what's happened to them. They can maybe play with a bit more freedom.
1: The last few games have been high-scoring games after the the, the minus minus-15 points reduction. They've also been a 3-3 against Atalanta. Uh, they dominated against Alanidana in 15-6-0. We would have probably said that was a fair result. Two goals for Vlaovic. In goal, 115 15 days after the last time he scored. Eight goals so far this season for Vlaovic. Bad season. still co- Still score one goal more the last season with the Juventus shirt maybe more to come they dominated against uh, Salernitana on a Tuesday they hit the post they hit the bar Di Maria was in form as well the only bad news is that Miretti the young midfielder picked up an injury but Chiesa is slowly returning to uh, full form now this is a tricky one for Juventus for two reasons they're going to play in Europe against Nantes on Thursday Basso Fiorentina they trip to uh, Portugal they go to Portugal to play Braga in the Conference League but but Juventus effectively have had two days less rest than Fiorentina. They played on a Tuesday evening. Fiorentina played on a Sunday uh, afternoon at home, whereas Fiorent- Juventus had to go back to uh, from Salerno to uh, Turin. I mean, if, 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 if Guardiola complains about Manchester to London, good luck with that. It's uh, much, much, much far away. I, I, can, I, can, I can tell you. I've done it a few times. Uh, Fiorentina on the other side unpredictable mystery man of Serie A lost the last two home games uh, very poor away form only eight goals scored against Sampdoria was a crazy game uh, they almost scored the best ever goal that wasn't scored a bicycle kick from Saponara they hit the bar and bounced back they are chaotic and I think in the chaos the opposition revels into it whereas Fiorentina really can't find a foot into, into their form and again now there is the trip to Braga In the Conference League, it is a question mark here, really, how they're going to approach this game. Fiorentina also are going to be in the semi-final of the Coppa Italia soon. So I think it will change a lot. I'm expecting Italiano perhaps to make more changes to this teams rather than Allegri to the Juventus side uh, Juventus have got a good record about against Fiorentina anyway, won 10 of the last 11 home games against Fiorentina the only defeat was in the pandemic season when Fiorentina picked up a 3 win if I'm not wrong um, I think uh, Fiorentina's defence are quite leaky at the moment, I can't see them keeping a clean sheet, so I'm going to go for a Juventus to score over 1.5 goals so 2 goals or more, plus 105.
0: You mentioned the fact that Fiorentina in a couple of cup competitions, there's obviously a focus on Juventus as well when they take on um, in the Europa League. They're plus 1,200 to win the Europa League. It might be the easier route back into the Champions League for them. Could you see them maybe targeting success in that competition as long as they're safe in Serie A? Do you think they might put more focus into Europe as the season wears on, depending on how far they get in it, obviously?
1: It is a good angle because uh, if uh, the points deduction are confirmed, Juventus have no chances of getting into the Champions League. So, yeah, focusing the Europa League would be a good idea, uh, considering also that it is a trophy that escapes them since uh, 1993. And once they had an opportunity to reach the final, were knocked out by Benfica, until Conte was manager. So it would be it would be good, you know, uh, European trophies and Juventus, they don't go hand-to-hand. They lost the last few Champions League finals. Certainly, the draw against Nancy is favourable to Juventus because they got the weakest side of all possible sides. So that could be an easier way into the next uh, round and then um, we'll see look i think the juventus squad is deep enough is strong enough to compete to compete on three fronts they are also in the coppa italia semi final which they will play against inter and ultimately um, yes it would be it would, it would make sense for juventus to be to be involved as much as they can and to put as much effort as they can into europa league it's not a bad shout juventus to win the to win the europa league of course
0: Yeah, plus 1,200. You never know their focus. Their salvation this season could be in the knockout competitions. We know what Napoli are targeting. They are clear, of course, when it comes to the race for the Scudetto. They are minus 500 shortest prize favourites on the slate this weekend. They take on Cremonese. This is 8.45 on Sunday, 2.45 east in the United States. Cremonese, biggest price of the weekend, plus 1400, draw plus 650. Of course, Elche in Spain won at the yes. weekend. <laughs> so so Cremonese are the only team in the top five leagues not to have won a league game here. But of course, Daniele, they did beat Napoli. In the Coppa Italia, so Napoli out for a little bit of a revenge uh, here against Cronese, potentially. How do you see this one?
1: And revenge will be, they draw 2-2 and they beat them on penalty. It was a strange game. Uh, Napoli went in control, had a lot of chances. Carnesechi, the keeper, made a few saves. And then I think Napoli kind of lost the head a little bit. But I think that defeat was good for Napoli to get it out of the system in a packed January schedule and then start again... Uh, you know, the march towards their third uh, title. Look, Cremonese with Ballardini, who is a master of achieving salvation. Let's not forget Ballardini is the manager who's taken teams halfway through the season more than anybody in Italy and has achieved salvation seven out of nine times. So he knows how to do it. If he'll do it with Cremonese, I'm not sure. They are more solid because they play with a back five. But as a result... The blanket is too short. They are toothless against Lecce. They didn't really create uh, much. They only conceded five in the last uh, three. They got the semi-final against Fiorentina to look out for, which is you no—it know, could be a great story, but I don't give them a lot of chance, really, here in the game at the Maradona. The reverse fix you, by the way. They finish 4-1 for Napoli.
0: Okay, what are we going for? What's the selection here, Daniel? I'm
1: going to go for Napoli win, because, I mean, uh, there's no doubt about it, but I'm going to go... Ossiman to score at any time. If you put them together, Ossiman, by the way, is a leading goal scorer and in Serie A. Napoli winning. Uh, sorry, Napoli win at half time. Napoli win at half time because he uh, full time pays nothing. And Ossiman to score any 135. So Napoli has to win at the 45 minutes and Ossiman needs to score any time during the game plus 135. Ossiman scored two at the weekend, uh, kindly gifted by the Spezia defense. But, you know, he was there. Uh, Varascelli scored as well, gave an assist. Varascelli, Osiman, best partnership in the moment, at the moment in world football, without a shadow of a doubt. The throwing is with Napoli is it even if they're not playing spectacular, great football, they win by default. Against Spezia, for the first 50, 45 minutes, they had the ball all the time. They pounce and pounce and pounce. Eventually, Spezia made mistakes, switched off a little bit, and Napoli were three goals clear. So, really, it's not about seeing... If Napoli wins or not, it's about seeing how they win. And also, very solid defensively, we have to say, 25th clean sheet since Paletti is the coach. Only Juventus has the same record. Overall, in the two, in the season and a half, Spalletti is there. Only 46 goal conceded, so the best defense. So they're also based on a very good solidity and the way they keep the ball. I think against Petzia, Lobotka gave the first wrong passes at the minute 79.
0: They've been fantastic this season, as we know. And Victor Ossiman has been fantastic, as we know. He's plus 255 to score the first goal of the game. He's minus money to score at any time. He's scored in 12 of 17 league games this season. So even at minus 130 to score at any time, it's some value. The selection is Napoli to win at halftime. Ossiman to score at any time, plus 135. So some value there from Daniele. Just a word on Osman. Um, Obviously, English Premier League sides are circling. They have probably been for a year or so. Um, He's scored 16 goals this season, which is his best haul in in Serie A. De Laurentiis has come out this week. I think Daniel said he's not for sale. But do you think inevitably in the summer he will go? Do you think he'll stay with Napoli? He's only 24 years old. What are your thoughts?
1: His contract expires in 2025. So there is no rush to sell him this summer, if anything. It will be sold next summer, 2024, We've only got 12, 12 months left. Napoli don't need to sell because they've sold and they got rid of players with big wages in the summer. And they bought quite cheaply, I would say, with Cavaschelli, only 10 million, Kim around 20 million. So really, they are not in need of selling. Of course, big clubs, Bayern Munich or the Premier League clubs will be eyeing him. But I would imagine for Osiman, with such a lengthy contract, it would make sense to stay a little bit longer, play with the Scudetto on his chest, play the Champions League uh, as Napoli, obviously, in pot One. And I think that will give him even better chances to score goals and to increase his value.
0: Well, we think he's going to start this weekend. Napoli taking on Cremonese, of course, uh, the Maradona. Uh, final. Pick before we get to the parlay that you've got for us as well. This is Samp Inter on Monday evening, 8.45 local, 2.45 Eastern in the States. Samp, plus 6.50. They are a big price. Inter minus 2.20, short price favourites away from home draw, uh, plus 3.60 here. Uh, Inter deserved Derby win, I think, last week, even though it was only by the one goal. Samp showed a bit of fight against Monza. I think 2-2 maybe flattered them a little bit. Monza had opportunities in that game, didn't they? But it at least ended a run of five straight defeats. Uh, what's the angle for Samp Inter on Monday, Daniele?
1: For me, this one, it could be an Inter win, uh, but it might not be the easiest wins of all considering how poor Inter been away this season. But... Everything considered and considering that Inter have been disappointing, only 43 points on the table, which by the way is the lowest tally at this stage for a second place team in the last eight seasons. So, Napoli have been great, the other ones have not been so great in such a bad run of form in a, you know, just average, really. They beat Milan 3 0 and 1 0, Napoli 1 and- 0. Atalanta one in Coppa Italia only in the last 30 days so they showed character they show strength, resilience they do follow his uh, their, their coach Inzaghi the regret is for the 6 defeats uh, so far, uh, 4 of them have come away 22 goals conceded, no away clean sheet incredibly, the away goal difference for Inter is minus 2 so they had deep in form they had deep in concentration perhaps at the beginning of the season they weren't working as hard as a team Team. Yes, and there are some points left uh, on the way, like throw a month in the last minute, that are criminal really for a team sh- of such of such a strength. But they were they were on top on the on the, on the on the derby, and they were helped by their new captain Lauzaro Martinez, who scored. He's only he's only one meter seventy high. He's a great header of the ball, you know. In, in, in there aren't many sport, there are many team sports where you can be as good if you are that short, really. And he's he's amazing. And the way he plays, the way he links up with with, with his teammates. And now is he's, he's the captain because screenier will move to PSG, so he's been stripped. So my angle here is uh, over 1.5 goals. I think uh, Inter will score. Sampdoria needs to go for it. Lautaro Martinez to score anytime is the strictest striker we know. Plus 165, so I can see I, I can see that happening. For when it comes for uh, Sampdoria, managed of course by former Inter legend Stankovic, they squandered two points in the end because after they went, to, they had the game plan perfectly pan out to one. On the break, another two goals from Gabbiadini. And then in the last 25 minutes, Monza didn't create absolutely anything. They gave out a silly penalty and Pessina scored in the 94 minutes. So, again, they've lost a point against Udinese in the 10 minutes of the of, of the games a few weeks ago. Lost against Temple in similar fashion. Squandered at two points. They never win. They lost already 15 games, uh, really. And their home form is dreadful. Only two points. Lost the last seven at home. Did a score in the last six. They they need something they need something more. They might get a goal here, or they might be hard to beat. But I can see an over one point five goals. said, and yeah, Lautaro Martinez to score. under plus sixty five altogether.
0: Argentine is plus three seventy for first goal scorer. Incidentally, we know he's a streaky striker. We've said that on the show over the course of the season. Didn't score in the World Cup, of course, um, in any of the games that he played, and uh, did score although. I think a couple were offside, weren't they, that uh, yes. got chopped off in that side of the seem to remember. It was yeah, lucky. he was. He against, he was against, a little
1: against Saudi Arabia, he scored a goal, got chopped off because his his shoulder was offside, and then uh, maybe lost a little bit of confidence and Junior Alvarez became the the starter. Um, we've got a parlay to finish with, uh, Danielli.
0: Three uh, selections for our parlay. plays. Uh, it pays plus 2.36. Talk us through your three picks here.
1: First one, Milan. Milan, i going to go Milan-Torino, which they pay on fr- play on Friday. Taino bet for Milan. So if Milan wins, you add that to your parlay. If he doesn't win, if they draw, you take it out, the parlay is still valid. By the way, Milan-Taino bet p- pays minus 278, but it's part of a parlay. Look, Milan, I've never seen an Italian champion defending the Scudetto so badly. They're very poor at the moment. They look confused. Pioli stick to a 3-5-2 again in the derby. It didn't look right. The Players for the first 25 minutes didn't know the position, didn't know where to come short or to wait. He left Leao out again, which is the best player. So there must be some issues off the pitch. Only one clean sheet in the last 12 uh, for uh, Milan, only two at home. So everything doesn't look very good for Milan. We also to play Spurs on Tuesday. But now maybe uh, Leao will be back in the starting lineup alongside with Diaz. How bad can he get for Milan? Can they get a reaction? Okay, Uh, Torino are in form, 30 points after 21 games. Last season they had 31 points, so they're really on course for a mid-table finish. Um, And they are a team that doesn't score an awful lot of goals. Uh, Maybe Milan could turn the corner here. It could be an ugly win. You know, last season they won a lot of one-nil at home. I wonder they 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 do need it. They are really really under pressure. So Milan tie no bet, which is basically a double chance. If if they win, you add it to your parlay. If they if they draw, is your know, parlay still alive?
0: okay next one is Lazio Atalanta we're just after a few goals in this one Daniele
1: yes this is over 1.5 goals because uh, these are two scoring side high scoring side although Atalanta has a score in the last two but Lazio should be fired up for this one after a somehow disappointing performance of Verona again they showed that when they take the lead against small teams uh, they sometimes go to sleep they need a wake-up call which is conceding a goal then they had chances at the end a bit of a chaotic game uh, if you like, but they are unbeaten in uh, the last uh, five. Uh, Lazio only lost one of six uh, at home. They trashed Milan four-nil uh, recently. Look, I think Lazio's side is short uh, in terms of of the squad and the players that tra- the, the Sare uh, trust. They do play Cluj in the Conference League on Thursday. I think Sare is going to play the second string teams against uh, the Romanians and Atalanta. If uh, Gasperini doesn't tinker too much with the lineup up front, I don't know why he left out uh, Hojlund, Boga in Coppa Italia, then uh, Boga against Sassuolo. I don't know. I think I think he found the, the 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 solution, but he changed it somehow. I think if they don't tinker too much, they should contribute to the scoring. I'm gonna go for an over 1.5 goal, so at least two goals. I individually pays minus 360, but again, this is on a parlay with Milan, Taino bet, Lazio, Atalanta over 1.5 goals, and the last selection, of course.
0: And the last pick, Bologna-Monza, and you could really have this one on its own if you want, because this is only minus money by an unth. It's minus 108, so if you were to play this one on its own, you could do it. It's Bologna-Monza, both teams to score, Daniele.
1: Yeah, because Bologna are in a great form. In the last 12 games, they got Champions League form, really, since uh, Motta took over seven wins in the last 12, scoring 11 out of 12 most of these games they play without Arnautovic but they found a collective strength the likes of Posh Ferguson and of course Orsolini scored already eight goals chaotic game in Firenze but they had a lot of chances and Monza we know they are a scoring uh, side they do leave gaps at the back but they keep the possession well and they show time and time again even against Sampdoria they are able to find the goal even at the depth they scored 14 in the last seven Monza so that two goals per game uh, and they are unbeaten they are the only side unbeaten in 2023 only lost one since November they're going to go to the Dallara to play football for uh, all the four games of each side have been both to score so I'm going to go for both to score which pays minus 108
0: so the parlay is milan no bet uh, Lazio against Atalanta over one and a half goals and Bologna uh, Monza uh, both teams to score. Uh, yes, um, Milan taking on Torino. It's Friday night, so get your parlay bets on um, on Friday afternoon US time. Obviously, um, let's just remind everyone of the picks we have got: uh, Lecce against Roma. We like both teams to score. Plus one one four. This that's my bet of the week. I think Juventus to score over one and a half goals. Plus one oh five. That's Juve against Fiorentina. Napoli-Cremonese, Napoli Napoli to be leading at halftime. Victor to score at any time. That's plus 135 in their game against Cremonese. And in the Inter game on Monday night, it's over one and a half goals. And Natana Martinez in a rich vein of form at the moment. He scored in six of his last eight games in all competitions. That is plus 165. Daniele, uh, just to finish off, you are top of the handicapper's table. How do you feel? Are you going to stay there do you think between now and the end of this season because it's tied at the top between yourself the Premier League and Liga. How are uh, you feeling?
1: Uh, Dan, as they say, the most important match is always the next one. <laughs> we we take mad a game by a, week by week. We can't we can't overstate that. I mean just you need know, because you'll have people listening, you have people, people, people watching and then yeah you know, it's it's One too, game at a time. Well, that's, it's, that's a, it's, a long, it's a long season. I mean, it's, just, <laughs> it's a marathon, that's, that's, not a sprint. A ma- exactly. exactly. <laughs> well, so, Nigel
0: just the Premier League tips. I bet he's fuming at the moment that he slipped down to third place. But, Nigel, you're just going to have to try harder. That's all we can say on the on the Syria show. Uh, Danieli, thanks for your company. Enjoyed it as always. We're back ahead of week 23. A reminder all the games stream live on the Bet Rivers app, and you can stay across all of the podcasts at Because We Win. Danieli, thanks very much. Uh, we will see everyone next week.
1: Thanks for listening to Betting Weekly Extra Time on the Bet Rivers Network.